again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for viewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new unique perspectives from Frank's Skill Range. No matter how many times I do this intro, I still screwed up. I am the foreman of this operation, Andrew, with me, the one we always leave behind, Keith. Hello. And the one who should never enter a cave because she would never find her way out again, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a listener pick who wanted to stay unanimous. Anonymous. You mean anonymous? Yep. (laughs) Unanimous. I mean, they might want to be unanimous, too. I don't know. (laughs) Shut up. We're going to go with a Dwarven theme, so we're going to give him a nickname, and we will call him Gimli. So thank you so much for this recommendation, because he picked Deep Rock Galactic by Ghost Ships Games. Deep Rock Galactic is a first-person, procedurally generated dungeon crawler where you are partnering up with three other friends, and you are essentially trying to do a various objectives depending on what level you're doing, and you are trying to do the objective and quickly race back to the dropship before you are left behind. So, going around whether or not this is a game or pass, Keith, I'm going to start for you. Did you did you dig this game, or did you find it a bore? Do you like what I did there? I just, I don't even know if I want to go on. Um, <laughs> so I was super excited for this game to come to Game Pass. And I've been keeping an eye on it. I've been wanting to play it. And honestly, I was a little let down. I do, I will still say that I fall on the aspect of it being a game. However, it kind of comes with the caveat that I think it's just really best played with your friends. And that's that's what is going to make it a game. But it wasn't as fun as I was hoping it was going to be, actually. So that's, what about that's you, Liz? I was right in the middle. I feel like by myself. Because I, I didn't want to play with people online. Because, I mean, we've talked before how like, some communities are not friendly. And with this game... I I feel like they did gave you like no information and I really didn't know what was happening at the beginning so I played alone and that is just not as fun at all. So I think I'm going to give it a game with friends and a pass alone. But overall I don't know, I'm right in the middle. I'll, I'll <laughs> give it a game because I understand why people love the game. I just I don't know. Yeah, and I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. I mean for me I guess overall I'll say game for both friends and single player definitely a game like if you're actually playing with friends there's a lot of things that really impressed me with deep rock galactic but i i'm with you keith i was expecting my expectations were a lot higher and i was really excited and i was just at first just really lost and then after a while i'm like this is really grindy there's a lot of things like i said that really impressed me about it but yeah if you have some friends it's a super quick download i think the game's like two gigs maybe less so it's a super quick download. So if your friends, you and your friends are looking for something to do, this is something that everyone can download real quick and just jump right in. The co-op works really well. I think overall the game work, like overall stability-wise is good. But even if you're playing single player, if you're purposely doing solo, you get a little robot who honestly does majority of the work for you, which is awesome. But I think the community is very friendly. I've only played, I played quite a bit with random people and only like one or two people had mics. So if you are like Liz and you're afraid of like people yelling at you or something like that, you will not get this in this, in this game because nobody ever has a mic on it. So, yeah, check it out. So overall with the story, there really isn't too much. You guys are space dwarves uh, hovering over a kind of destroyed planet called Hoxus. 
that has been known to be rich in various minerals. So Control has hired you and your friends to basically continuously go down to this planet, bring up some minerals, get back to base, and celebrate with some beer. But as far as story goes, it's very shallow. There's little hints and tidbits here and there explaining some lore, you know, of like who the operator is and, you know, kind of what you're doing, but not much. There's there's very, very little story. So you are not playing this for the story at all. But which just kind of makes me sad because I like the setup of this game. Space dwarves, like that's kind of a cool concept. Did you were you guys did you wish there was a story at all? Well, I mean, you know me. Yeah, you don't want to story it up. This this type of game in the <clears throat> in the aspect that it's it's not really a roguelite, but it is. It doesn't really need a story, I guess. But I do wish there was a little bit more lore. I mean, you're exploring this planet, you're going through all these things. I guess I don't know maybe if what the lore that they do give you is based on this, but I would like to know a little more about like this alien species or whatever. I mean, dwarves are dwarves. How they got to space would be kind of interesting because you don't see dwarves in space very often. But I would like to know a little bit more about the alien race, I guess, because it's pretty dynamic. I mean, there's not a ton of different different enemies, but there's quite a few, and, and I'd like to know more about them. Yeah. I mean, they for, for me, it seems like they're just more defending their home world. You guys are invading it, digging up the resources, and leaving, like... You're kind leaving of a bad guy. So many flashlights behind. Oh yeah, you're just leaving <laughs> trash everywhere. I feel like with this type of game, I, I don't like anticipate a story, but I would think it would be really cool. Yeah, I think they could have had some fun with it. So the main reason obviously you're playing it though for is the gameplay. And as we said, the gameplay it's very simple ish. <laughs> I really struggled, with, especially playing with you, Andrew, because I didn't know what I was doing. You're like, let's do it on the hardest difficulty. I did not do and the hardest difficulty. I was getting bit in the butt by like so many spiders, and they don't show you like what you're looking for. Like sometimes they'll give like they'll say a description, but they have like pictures of minerals that you're not even trying to find at the beginning. And so for me, like I had no idea what I was looking for, and then I'm trying to learn like how to use like zip lines and platform things and. I and uh, yeah, and then doing that on the hardest difficulty. That it was, was a not nightmare. the hardest difficulty. You just wanted the difficulty where we would go through an entire run and see like twelve bugs, and it was super boring. And I'm like, all I'm doing no, is just mining. No, but like mining. when someone's learning and like I don't even know what I'm looking for. I've never used the pickaxe before, the guns, anything. I don't want it on like the third highest setting. You see bug, saying. you shoot bug. You don't need to know too much more. Well, see what happened is like the first time that I played, I by my I was playing by myself, and. I went down to get I forget what they were called, but you had to dig for them, and I didn't realize I put it on a on a higher difficulty. And I was in there, like in the ground, and I had a spider on top of me that like just killed me. Like I was shooting it, and I was like, it was just not happening. And I was revived, but because I kept being respawned where I was, I was just like in a pit with spiders, and I died instantly. And then I ended up losing the mission. And then yell at me. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the default difficulty is the the hazard two, isn't it? Or maybe I had just set that on I, earlier. I probably was playing around with it. <laughs> so whenever you set up a mission, as we said, the game is procedurally generated. So even though you are picking a specific mission that you're doing, whether it be escort, refinery, basic mining, killing bad guys, you know what mission you're doing, but where you're going 
you're you're picking the biome, but it's always designed differently. You know, you don't know what enemies you're going to encounter. You don't know the path, the layout of the cave. That always changes. Sometimes there's extra hazards. Sometimes the objective is very far. It gives you this information before you pick. But, yeah, there's multiple difficulties. There's one through five. Five you have to unlock by doing various tasks. But, yeah, I think default's two. It is. And yeah. I like to bump it up to three. Not a huge jump. Three out of five. That's supposed to be, like, medium. No, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying it's, like, insanely difficult on that. I'm just saying yes, when I was were. learning. You are saying the hardest difficulty. I was difficulty. saying – I didn't realize it went up to five. <laughs> I'm just saying when I'm first learning – and you're like off way in the distance. Um, and also there was there's some levels too that it, the, the things that you were looking for were really high up. And so like I was like, crap, I wish I picked the guy with the uh, zip line. <laughs> it would have been so much easier. Well, everyone had some sort of traversal tool. So the... <laughs> you never were screwed. Oh, I know. I had the platforming gun. Yeah. And I was terrible at it. <laughs> you, you I got to stuck in it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely when I was playing as the engineer uh, with the platform gun, there'd be quite a few times where I thought I had switched my gun and I didn't realize I was still on the platform and just pow, big old platform on top of a bug. It did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Can confirm. Platforms do not hurt the enemies. I feel like with this game, because we played other mining games before, it almost felt like something was missing because you're not really building anything. Like you're collecting minerals and and different things, but. You're just storing it away. And so for me, I kind of wanted like a little bit more. No, I, that I don't was, know. I agree. Like that was that was kind of my complaint because I thought you could kind of do these cool building and you're collecting these things and you're getting ingredients. But when you actually kind of start to learn it, because the game doesn't really explain it to you, they very much are just like, ah, here's minerals, store it and send it back home. I could not figure out, even still now, I've looked up online in wikis and stuff like that. There's various minerals you get. Uh, specifically like the nitra. The nitra you get, that's how you can call in more ammo if your team's getting low. But if you have extra nitra at the end of the mission, do you get paid more? Do you get extra experience points? I still do not know. If you do the objective, even though you complete the objective, if you keep going and doing more, do you get a bonus? I don't know. And so that's what like is really kind of frustrating. This game does not explain much. The tutorial is just basically teaches you the controllers and like the layout and how to basically move. But it does not give you a lot. And there's a lot of different intricacies of this game. Like how to figure out how to level up your character, upgrade perks and stuff like that. There's an in-game manual. But even the in-game manual I thought was very sparse. Does it show you the things that you're looking for? Because that's the thing that blew my mind where they don't even show you. What do you mean? Like for instance, like you, we, there's, you're collecting things that <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but like the sacks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, does it show you a picture of what it looks yeah, like? Yeah, because, I mean... Some of them do. Some of them, it's like, oh, collect bola caps, which is a mushroom. And there's a little icon that shows you what the mushroom is. But, yes, there's a handful of times where it says, yeah, the gunk seeds is what you're calling. But, yeah, I always thought they looked like sacks. More like... Never <laughs> <laughs> I, I was almost going to say But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, you don't see them, but... I was able to figure it out from playing with random people that they were shooting them and collecting them. And I was like, oh, okay, those are the things I need to get. But yeah, if I was playing solo and by myself, it would take a while to figure that out. I kind of wish you had like a home base and like you're well, you using this base. stuff. Okay, if you let me finish. I won't. 
a home base where you're actually building things with the stuff that you're getting uh. and maybe have like an elevator with different floors because you have like this like ice cavern type level and or have it so that like you have like a a trolley or something that brings you and that way it, it would just feel like you're you're accomplishing more yeah that's yeah, i don't know i don't agree with that because the the missions themselves are fairly short i mean sure they can go on you know 40 minutes or whatever if you're, how good if you're your struggling team is. yeah exactly like, you know if i'm on your team it's probably going to take a little <laughs> longer but it, all that to say the game goes so quickly and then you just restart over again that it feels like it would just be frustrating to have to rebuild it unless i guess it like transported in every single time where i was hoping more for this is i thought i was expecting a little bit more of a loot crawl type of thing where yeah you would get different weapons and you would upgrade your weapons more that was one of my biggest disappointments is you just you have what two weapons one you unlock once you hit level 10 which sounds not that bad but it's actually quite a bit of a grind to get to but you unlock two weapons and you have your secondary traversal you like there's different things but no real change it just kind of felt the same over and over and over again no matter what you did the upgrades you could get would slightly tweak how the gun may operate you know maybe you have more ammo or it packs a little bit more of a punch but at the end of the day it didn't do anything all that exciting so i don't know yeah i fully agree with you keith this was my biggest complaint with it yeah you are leveling up your dwarf but what does leveling up really do once again i don't know (laughs) i even tried looking in the manual and like it I, I don't know if my character is getting a permanent damage buff, more health. I know leveling up, you can unlock some new cosmetics. Every once in a while, you can unlock an additional like perk slot for your gun to yeah, tweak it in some way. But I never found a lot of these upgrades to be too significant. I've never been like, whoa, now my gun's demolishing everything. It, it was always very kind of slight. At the end of the day, the majority of this game is based on kind of skill and teamwork. Which, you know, I'm fine with. But, like, I want to feel this progression that I'm doing or seeing this progression. A lot of the stuff you're getting is cosmetics, which, you know, as someone who plays Sea of Thieves a lot, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with getting some cosmetics. But my issue with this game, though, is they don't show you the cosmetics. They don't show you these things you can unlock. I don't, like, normally when you're playing the game, every once in a while there'll be, like, a hidden event. Like, oh, a mini boss, or you're going to find a dead body and you can get its pack back and... You'll get like maybe a new skin, a new armor set, kind of thing like that. That's just cosmetic. But you only get it when you unlock it. Because if you actually look at your wardrobe, it's not like, oh, this is what the armor looks like. You need to find it in the dungeon. Like there's no like tease or anything like that. So for me, I, I never knew what cosmetics I was looking for or what I wanted. And I want to see that. I want to see what I can get and what my reward can be. It was all just a mystery. So every every bit of those cosmetics that you would find, everything was just completely random. Yeah, basically. Okay. There's I mean, some you can buy in the store that you get. Those they'll show you. They'll say when you hit level twenty, you can buy this thing, and that's right. it. But it's it's very limited what there is in the shop. Yeah, and I I don't know. Maybe that's some of the beauty in the play style here is that everything is random. It's all procedurally generated, and for that matter, pretty impressive that this is a game that's like like you said under five gigabytes. But yet they have these deep, like, sprawling caves that are all procedurally generated and just seemingly go on forever. Yeah, and, and never, too. Yeah, and it's never slow to load. There's never any, de- like, lag time on it. 
no frame rate issues. It just it plays really well. And yeah. that's something that I definitely give very high praise to for what I assume is a pretty small studio and a very compact game. They they pack a lot into it. Oh yeah, I fully agree. Like that is one of the first things that really impressed me with Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah, there's no I saw no frame rate dips. I mean, granted, I'm playing on the Series X, but I've never heard of anyone complaining of any sort of frame rate dips. And there's times where there's just a ton of enemies, explosions going off, you know, the walls are crumbling, bits are breaking off, everything, but, like, the game was super stable. I I didn't experience, but I've seen only, like, one or two minor bugs. Uh, one of my friends fell through the map at one point, <laughs> but, I, you know, I've already put a ton of hours in this game, and only seeing that happen once is pretty impressive. Uh, surprisingly, like... The, there's no pathing issues, which a lot of games struggle with. No matter where you are in the map, the enemy can still get to you. Your mule to deposit the ingredients and stones that you got will always get to you. I never had an enemy getting stuck into something. Wait, didn't your pet spider get stuck in the middle? Or is He that wasn't just... stuck, though. He oh, was okay. just sitting there. He was just chilling. I also really like the four characters that you get to choose between. So, I mean, I really like the gunner and the engineer. I forget what the other two were called because I didn't play them as much. but The Digger and the Scout. Yeah, because there was only four. I mean, I thought that it would be kind of lame, but I actually really liked how different they were. Yeah, the character designs I thought were very impressive. Because, like, the Engineer has the turret, like I, which I thought was really helpful, especially when you're playing solo. Yeah. Every character I thought, like, was really fun kind of playing by themselves, but still would have, like, interesting abilities to really help the team. So the gunner, obviously, is very good at fighting. He normally has a very heavy gun. He can set up a zip line. He can drop down a, a dome shield to protect your team when, you know, things get a little hairy. Uh, the digger can easily just break through rocks and create paths, which is fantastic when you're trying to get to the ship because the digger can just basically create a straight line right to it. Is it, though? Uh, but, yeah, he has a flamethrower, so he's great for crowd control. The scout, like Liz said, can build turrets. Oh, I thought that was the engineer. I'm getting the Oh, yeah, no, 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 you're right. Sorry, oh, okay. I said it wrong. <laughs> the, scout, the scout, I will say, he is a very much kind of like a solo player. He can shoot a flare that can light up the room. The great thing about the scout is he has a personal grappling hook, so he is fantastic getting up, like, the really high minerals that are stuck in the ceiling. He just oh. needs help, like, someone to create a platform for him. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, all these characters are really kind of interesting. They're fun to play on their own, but... They're obviously they work real well as a team. So you're not going to get a character who's like, oh, it's the support character. All he does is heal. Nobody wants to play this character or this guy's the tank. It's none of that. Every character I thought was really fun and well designed. So as far as the digger goes, I get what you're saying. It'd be really good for, dry, you know, just drilling a straight line to the ship. But um, it's not always that easy. You, you know, sometimes you just end up in a cave that's, you know, 300 meters long. And then you're still 300 meters from the ship, and then you just get left behind. Sometimes that happens. Well, I was so worried about that <laughs> happening to me, and it hasn't yet. Is that why you were always afraid to play with random people? Is yeah. Why you just were going to embarrass yourself? Yeah, because I was afraid I wouldn't make it to the, sh the ship in time. I mean, it's not a big deal. As long as one person makes it to the ship, you it's considered a, a complete... You just, like, don't get as much reward at the end. I mean, but, you know but, me, I'm not one to worry about people yelling at me, but I also just don't like dealing with toxic people when like on a short or a small game like that, where you really have to work as a team. It's just like, okay, great. I load in this game, I go through and then all of a sudden I find I'm playing with a bunch of 
buttheads and then what I just back out and start it all over again like that was kind of my fear I don't care what people say about me I intentionally join parties that I know people are gonna you know yell at me just because I think it's funny but at the same token I just yeah I didn't have a lot of desire to play with random people also I felt like everyone I played with was miles ahead of where I was which I guess would have been nice but I, I don't know there's just not a lot of fun and I like let me, let me take a step back. I am well-versed in being carried in video games. That said, <laughs> I didn't want to feel like I was just running around while people did everything. And then I just kind of ran around in circles for 30 minutes. So at least if I was playing with you, like I, I knew I could interact and you could explain things or at least yell at me. I don't know. But at the same token, it was it was more interactive. It was more fun that way. So I just didn't want, I didn't want the experience of playing with random people until I felt very comfortable. Because I knew we've harped on it quite a bit, but the tutorial is just hot garbage and there's unless you go online and you kind of dig into some of these things there's just not a lot of way to find out except through someone explaining it to you like Andrew did with me there's still a lot I don't get but I feel better like if I were to go play solo now than I did you know after playing a bunch with you this is so weird I like you both were afraid of the community and this was like the nicest community I've ever interacted with like, we, we played games that have known to have awful communities, like Rainbow Six uh, Siege and uh, Bleeding Maybe Edge. Maybe it's because you were one. sassy when you were trying to teach us. Well, <laughs> no, and, and again, I wasn't afraid of it. Was I just caring you so much. <laughs> I was more just not interested in just not feeling like I was doing anything. And, I mean, at the end of the day, there was still a lot of that, I understand, but not in the same capacity said at least I had you there to be like, hey, I need you to go do this X, Y, Z. And and you'd kind of walk me through what I needed to do. And it, I did it. Even if it was my one little thing and you did 80% of everything else, I did a thing. I joined the a, Doing Things Club. You did a lot of falling off edges. <laughs> I did. I fell off a lot of edges. I was not good at platforming um, yeah. down down in the caves. Yeah, people who maybe listen to us while – Probably no key struggles. Pretty bad with platforming, and this game was no exception. No, the, if the anything, it was really a very, good example of it. Yeah, that's, the height damage of this game is very unforgiving. Yeah, that's probably part of it, is I'm just so used to, I mean, play a lot of games that don't do fall damage, because it just saves me a lot. But outside of that, it was also very aggressive, you're all right. And so, like, oh, I can jump off this tiny little ledge. Dead. <laughs> yep, there goes half your health. And yeah, yeah I was playing um, next week's game. I was playing that a little bit, and then I went back to this game, and the one that we're playing for next week has no height damage, and I learned real quick not to play them like right after each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, too, this game, I never... Whenever you, I finished a mission, I never felt, like, excited. I think there was, like, one time, because Andrew and I played on a... I think there was, a, like, one time that we played on higher difficulty. Yeah. And, there was a couple times you did. And we did beat it on the difficulty. Yeah, I think there was only one mission, though, that I, like, got excited. And I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't play with other people online. Because for me, like, it, it, when you're playing Apex and you, you win, like, it's exciting. With this, I'm just like, oh, we collected the uh, the sacks. And, uh, well, that's why back. I didn't like the difficulty you, you always want to do. Because, like I said, we'd see, like, 12 bugs. And I'm like, that was boring. But when you at least play on three... Like I said, I only wanted it when I was learning. I And I understand that. I apologize. But when you when you bump it up from two to three is quite significant. You The amount of enemies you see really ramps up. And 
I do agree with you, Liz. Yeah, when you're playing like your difficulty and you don't see any enemies, it was just like that was really tedious and boring. But when you have it at least on difficulty three, it gets really hectic and it just feels like, you know, your team is just struggling, trying to revive each other, drag each other to that drop ship. Uh, someone still fell behind and oh, another person is stuck with them dead and only like one or two people got to escape, but it becomes like a real nail biter at the end. I thought those were a lot of fun. So I no, think, yeah, just depending on the difficulty, it can be quite significant. Yeah, the jumping going from Hazard 2 to Hazard 3, when even when you just the very basic enemies, the the little yellow spider bug things there, they just they swarm you and they do so much damage. While being just over swarmed by them to begin with, they just even if it was just two of them on you know that were attacking you and biting you in the butt there, they could down you pretty quickly. And and it was a significant difference going from two to three because when I was playing a lot of my solo, I was definitely sticking it to Hazard Two, and I think even the first couple of rounds we played, we were on Hazard Two until you told me to bump it up. Yeah. But I think Hazard Three is good because it's still I don't know you didn't feel like you had to be this super efficient you know, crazy good player to, to be able to get through it. Yeah. You really but just got to work as a challenge. Team. Yeah. And so, you know, don't go, don't go for shiny things when you're uh, heading back to the ship. Yeah. That'll really screw your team over. But, uh, another thing that the game didn't really explain, I think I found it in one of the loading screen tips, but as there are more players, the enemies do get more health and more damage. So yeah, if you are playing with four people, you really should not be solo because you'll get taken out real quick. They'll quickly pick you out. But one thing I wanted to ask you guys, how did you find the navigation in this game? So Liz, obviously, people may know, you are not great with navigation. How did you feel this game did? I mean, I'm lucky I could find my way home half the time <laughs> from the grocery store. I have no navigation <laughs> sense whatsoever. And so for me, with the map, I got used to it. I feel like there's some air, like some places that you go that it's just useless. Um, but other, like I think when I first started out, the first maps that you're getting, um, they were helpful because it showed you where there was a break and you had to dig through a wall to get to the next yeah. area. And so then I thought the map was very helpful. Um, but then the like later on, I was I didn't even bother looking at it anymore. Yeah, for me, the map I thought was decent, but it, it wasn't. It, it its radius is very small. So if your team is very far away, a lot of times you're kind of like, well, this doesn't do me any good. There's very little like heads up display in this game so you can ping things and you can kind of see in your screen in a distance oh somebody pinged a thing but obviously it could be like three tunnels away and it's like cool i see it's there but how how do i get there there's no arrow guiding you or anything like that the only time something is guiding you is if you call in the drop ship at the end and your little robot that's carrying all your rocks walks to the drop ship and leaves little like flares behind so you can figure out your way to get back to the drop ship but besides that, there's not much. Yeah, I did like that aspect of it because it, in some cases, you dive pretty far down and not having the time to really think about navigating or pulling up the map. Because I feel like in so many ways, the the gameplay maybe I'm maybe I don't know if you agree with me on this it was very much built for PC over over a controller. Or at the very oh, least, yeah. mouse and keyboard. Because all of the menus, you have to manually move the little target to the thing you want to select, and that's how you're selecting everything. Or the mouse, it, or the map, again, maybe there was a way to change this, so maybe I'm wrong, but you couldn't toggle the map on and off. So it's just little weird things like that from a control standpoint that 
I, I did not really rely on the map. Something that you pointed out, though, when we were playing, and honestly, I again, I don't know if you saw it in a tip or you just kind of figured it out, was if you were going down, you were going in the right direction. And it totally makes sense, but I didn't think about that. So I just was constantly running in a lot of circles when I was playing by myself because I didn't think to be like, hey, where's a little hole somewhere? And then you just find something tucked into a corner or, or whatnot. So... Yeah, I think that's why the digger was it. like the hardest class for you because you would end up creating a tunnel, go to a tunnel you've already been to, and basically you literally just put yourself in a circle because then you'd see the tunnel you dig and go, oh, I need to go here. And you would literally kind of go in a circle. There's a couple times where we're like, Keith, where are you? And you're still back at the beginning, just going in a circle. Yeah, yeah, that, that happened to me a lot. So, so for me, like the map, it, it wasn't super great, but I didn't think it was awful. And I don't know, I don't, I don't complain that this game didn't have an arrow directing me where to go because, I mean, that's supposed to be the challenge of this game. It's supposed to be, hey, we need to stick as a team. You know, it's very dark in here. We need to, you know, stick together or one of us is going to get lost in this cave and get taken out by bugs. So I, I, I like this aspect because it really kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat and really you're supposed to work as a team. But uh, I wanted to ask you guys, what did you guys think of the enemy types? I know, Keys, you already kind of said there really isn't too much. But for me, I didn't hate it. I thought there was a right amount. Like, yeah, you are seeing a lot of the basic grunts, but every once in a while, yeah, you're getting like a bigger Praetorian every, like, or a Dreadnought or something that will roll around. I thought there was like just enough enemies that it kept things interesting. Yeah, and I felt like there was one level that I played with you, Andrew, and like right when we got off the ship, we were bombarded by those annoying flying glow things. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My gosh, I, didn't, I, hated I was not those. a fan. <laughs> but I think that there was enough variation. I mean, I don't think the game needed more. Um, I did think it was weird that it didn't change too much with the different areas. I thought that was a little it weird. It does a little. Those little floating electric squid things you're talking about are only one specific biome. Or two biomes but the spider like what i mean is like the spiders don't change right no like, oh same with like are the loot bugs in all the levels yeah oh okay but yeah they don't have like a different skin depending on the biome you are which i think is fine because i i think it's nice being able to see what you're fighting going oh i know what this is yeah see that's what i was gonna say as far as like the the different types of enemies there's not a vast number but they don't kind of fake pump the numbers of them by going hey there's a red spider. It's just like a yellow spider, but it's yeah. red. And That would annoy me. Yeah, and then they say, oh, there's over 50 different enemy types. Well, no, there's like 10, and you just have five different colors for all of them. <laughs> like This game, there was probably about 20, maybe tops, if, I, if I'm counting them all. And I'm probably yeah, off, but 20 or so, but 20 unique ones. The, the closest crossovers were like you had like, the the detonator, which was a giant one that did a ton of damage and exploded when you killed it with a giant explosion. And then there was like the little mini ones, which did the exact same thing, but just on a minier basis. <laughs> but it, it wasn't like every enemy did that. And so it didn't bother me that they had a couple of those. So I know we've kind of complained a little bit that a lot of this game is a little tedious, but there actually is quite a bit of different mission types. Did you guys like any of them? Did you find him to change things up at all i if i didn't play the ones with you where you actually like build that line the refinery yeah i would have been so flipping confused i i'm so glad that i did that one with you 
So, I mean, I think um, playing solo, I definitely preferred the mining and the collecting of things. Um, but other than that, I didn't really, I don't think I really cared. I liked them. I, again, similarly, I didn't play any of them because I hadn't kind of gotten as far on my own. But when, when I played those two, the pipeline one and the um, escort mission, those are, those two I thought were actually a ton of fun. It yeah, made the game feel different. It I was doing an objective, and, and part of it is I'm a very linear person. I like just kind of, you know, open and close the mission. That's that's it. I don't do well when it's like kind of open, explore, and it's all different, and there's no real right answer. So I, I can struggle with that sometimes, and so and also it just those became tedious, just the basic boring mining missions. But doing those different play, type, play types, the escort one was a ton of fun. I know you kind of made fun of me for it, but it just it made me feel like a little bit of Overwatch, but just like PVE <laughs> Overwatch instead of PvP. And then yeah. the the pipe ones, that was actually just unique. I don't know that I've done. I don't. I, I can't kind of equate that to any other game I played. So I thought it was just really cool. I like the grind, especially when like the enemies were coming at you and you just jump on and glide down. I did <laughs> oh, like yeah. that. What was it Stony Hawk that he called himself or Stony yeah. Stony? <laughs> uh, Stony Rock. Yeah. yeah. He made a joke. Yeah, because one of our friends kept saying, he's like, oh, I'm just like Tony Hawk. And then, yeah, his dwarf even said, I, I feel like Stony Hawk or Stony Rock. So that's kind of funny. But, yeah, this is actually one thing that also really impressed me with Deep Rock Galactic. This game is constantly being updated. Uh, it just hit its three-year anniversary. They just released a whole new biome uh, called the Azure Weald. Weld. But uh, the refinery missions are actually, I think they're only like a couple months old. Um, I think when it first when it first hit Game Pass, I think they just came out with the primary missions. So, yeah, I, I love that they're still just adding to this game. And it's still just, obviously, it's still uh, file size of a game. Like, it's still not huge. But, yeah, I agree with Geith. The refinery missions, for me, why I liked it is just, it was fun kind of building something. It really felt like a good teamwork level. I like the missions where I'm just kind of stuck in one big room. And we're all kind of close to each other. It's really easy to coordinate. Because when you're just doing the basic mining missions, it's really easy for someone to get lost. And then it's like, got to spend five minutes to go back, try to find our teammate, grab him. Let's go back forward. And you could just... say it. You went back to look for me. It's okay. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so some of those can just be a little tedious. Uh, for me, what I loved about the escort ones, which is ironic because normally when a game is an escort mission, they suck. Escort missions generally are so boring. But what I thought was cool with this since these maps are procedurally generated and everything's destructible, you can dig your way basically straight down. But when you're escorting, you're escorting this giant drill and it just creates this massive tunnel. And it was just a lot of fun. You and all your friends on this tractor and it's creating this massive tunnel and you look behind and it's just covered in spiders and they're all on the ceiling, the walls, and you guys are just hucking grenades. Everything's blowing up. I just thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't get that one. Oh, I never did that one with you. No. Oh, oh those. They, it is a lot of fun. You should go back. Maybe, yeah. maybe we can all find a time to play. Because I would do. I would love to do another one of those. Yeah, and but, then at the very end, you're drilling and you're defending the thing, and it's just. It's a lot of. It's a fun battle. Yeah, it was very chaotic, but it was. It was a good amount of fun. It's funny though, actually, because you reminded me of something. Is I loved the animations of the enemies. Actually, like if you had dug up like a little hole, you. You look down and they just the way they peer around a corner. Yeah, it, it was just it was very lifelike. It, they did such a good job with it. Like the graphics aren't 
gorgeous as a whole to at least oh the... i disagree I think well hold on hold really on good. hold on okay. let me finish Sorry. i was gonna say about as far as the overall modeling of the enemies the bigger ones were really detailed really cool the grunts themselves had a little bit polygonish feel to me like they weren't terrible and i wasn't thrown off by them but those weren't overly impressive but their movements i thought were fantastic See, even then, I'll still disagree a little bit. I ever the art style of this game, yes, is very polygon. Everything kind of has these edges, slight corners and stuff. But I think it looks really nice and really clean. I I agree with you though. The detail of the enemies is impressive because not only that, a lot of their armor is chippable. So as you're shooting them, like chunks are kind of coming off them. Their weak point is getting exposed more. And I love the design of it. It, it the enemies were really cool. I didn't notice any of that when I was fighting them, but I do like the character models. I I think the graphics are really nice, especially for, I feel like all the mining games that we've played, like, um, was it Astroneer was one? Yeah, Minecraft. I mean, they're all, they're, I feel like they all kind of like lack detail, but this one, I don't know, it just felt more artistic and more depth to it. Yeah, I mean, because when you first hear about this game, you're in space in caves you're like okay great this is probably gonna be really ugly looking super dark and it's just it's it's gonna be frustrating but the game does a great job you have unlimited flares which is thank you very much you also have a flashlight your flashlight kind of stinks it's all about the flares but the flares have to recharge you have four you can pocket but they take a little time to recharge but overall like the caves were not boring looking there's some where you go to like the salt caves those are kind of gray boring whatever but the newest biome they just came out is like a lush forest and it has beautiful neon colors wildlife um just sprawling environments and surprisingly too even though you're in caves there is weather effects every once in a while it'll be like raining a little bit or there'll be a sandstorm that comes in they actually added these things and it actually makes like the game very visually pleasing Oh, that's really cool. Does it make the game like hard? Like, does it make the gameplay harder in any way, or do you feel how impactful did it feel? Because I didn't, I didn't actually have any of those happen. The rain, so. no, but the sandstorms definitely yes. The sandstorms <gasps> will drastically reduce your vision. No, I take that back. Yeah, we did have one sandstorm. I think that was like a week or two ago when we were playing this. But yeah, there I did see the sandstorm, and that made things very difficult because we were fighting two big mean boys there. Yeah. Well, even so. in the snowy level or the ice caves or whatever it's called. I mean, you have these gusts of wind that are kind of making your vision less. Yeah. And you get frozen sometimes. That happened to me. But... Oh, yeah, the geysers that'll freeze you. Oh, I don't like that at oh, all. Same with the spider webs. When you got, like, hit by a spider web or, like, when they shot the stuff at you yeah. and your vision is, like, really, really bad, I thought they did a great job with that. Yeah. So this is, like, what really impressed me with this team. Like, they did a really great job with the graphics. Uh, one thing I did not like... I did not like the voice acting. That was my oh, biggest I complaint. It. Uh, I thought the dwarves' voice were really obnoxious. There is not a lot of lines, and you are hearing them over and over again. That's true. Was it the true. repetition or the voice acting? Both. See, I thought their voices were fine. They, like, if if you just played that voice for me, I'm like, oh, that's an that's a dwarf. I don't know what it's from, but that's a dwarf. Like they nailed it on the voice acting, yeah. which I guess in some ways is. Kind of boring. They didn't take a lot of a lot of, you know, fun with it. But I do agree. The repetitive nature of their their lines is a little much, and I could do without that. So either 
add in some more with these, you know, kind of weekly updates or, I don't know, turn them off if you can. Just yeah. for yourself personally. I mean, I don't know. I guess the voice acting is probably as bad. It's just for how long I've been playing. I think the repetition is getting to me and I'm just like extra not liking it. Well, see, and that for the type of game that this is, that it's a, not because you have to necessarily, but because if you, if you really love the game and you want to keep playing it, you're going to play hundreds of hours of this game. That's just what's going to happen. It's not that, and it's not a black and white hundred hours or no hours, but if you like, there's just going to be a lot of time played in this game if you really, truly enjoy it. And if you have to constantly listen to those same lines, I can see that getting really grinding. Yeah. But, I mean, besides the voice acting, though, I think the sound is really good, but I think the music is actually really good. I really like the music. It's... I don't know how much you guys noticed it, but it, when you're first exploring and stuff, generally pretty subtle, you hear it a little bit. I, re- I still liked it, but anytime, like battle music would go on yeah it was really good i really like the soundtrack of deep rock galactic completely agree i wouldn't want to play this game with the music off like i feel like it would be a different experience yeah i mean you you need to hear bugs coming up on you because sometimes they sneak up on you really yeah. well and yeah you'll definitely be in the middle of a swarm in no time they normally yeah. warn you when a big swarm's coming but there's still every once will be a patch of 10 that'll just sneak up on you yeah, I, I didn't really notice necessarily the music that plays kind of as you're going along. I, I did a little bit. It was all right. It was fine. But I did. I loved the battle music. It was it was very Stranger Things, which I guess you could also just chalk up to what, Synthwave or whatever they call it. Yeah. But it was just, it was unique. It was, it wasn't, didn't feel repetitive. And I don't know, it just, it, it like fit the environment perfectly. I don't, I don't know why or how to explain it, but it, it just felt like it was a perfect fit. Well, Keith, the soundtrack is on Spotify. And <gasps> guess what? One of the songs is from Stranger Things 2. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that all checks out. That explains out why it did sound like it. Well, wait uh, a minute. Wait a minute. Is this part of Stranger Things universe? <laughs> is, is this one of the, uh, the Demogorgons that we're fighting? Or will they uh, wait, add a Demogorgon? Hold on one second. I didn't read the fine print. This is an unofficial Deep Rock Galactic playlist, so this might have been something someone actually just added on. Dang it, Andrew. I know. I'm you sorry. disappoint me on a weekly basis, and this is how you did it today. <laughs> oh, wasn't my joke at the beginning? Uh, no I mean, I like a good pun. I, I, it's rare to get a full laugh out of me on them because I just don't like you doing them. Okay. But I did like it. <laughs> but, yeah... So at least the soundtrack's good because, yeah, Keith makes a very good point that this game is, it's a very long grind. Uh, I saw an article, you're you're essentially trying to get a character up to level 25 and then you can promote them. And essentially it's kind of like prestiging them where you have to like kind of restart. I don't think you lose your equipment because I haven't been able to get to it. But if you're super efficient, and I saw an article that it says it takes, you can do it within 20 hours. So it is a very long time. And I know you could promote a character up to three times and you end up getting like a different gold star with it. You un- you unlock like an extra perk slot. Like you get a benefit for promoting your character. And once you promote your character, you unlock a new game mode called deep dives, which deep dives. At first when I saw it, I was like, oh, this sounds like it'd be interesting. It's not really. You're essentially just doing multiple missions in a row. And I don't know, it's just, it was a little, it looks a little tedious. It, as you go deeper, obviously they add more difficulty and stuff, but 
it, it I was expecting something a little more unique and you're going to get these cool rewards and stuff like that. But wait, so how long does it take you to do this like multiple mission thing? Because like, one of the issues that I had with the game is that you can't save it mid-mission. Yeah, right? you can't. And same with like, pa- I don't think you can pause it either when you're playing with other people. You'll still get... You can pause it when you're playing solo. Yeah, but not when you're playing with other people. No. So for me, that's why it's like, uh, I wouldn't want to play more than one mission because things come up. Yeah, one mission will take you about anywhere between 10 to 30 minutes. Sounds Probably even longer. Yeah, because it shows you at the beginning like how much walking you're gonna be doing, so you can kind of tell like how long it's gonna be. Yeah, that makes sense. So I I, I had to do a quick Spotify search, not because I didn't fully trust you, but this made me laugh. As someone put together a playlist, first of all, they put music to dig by, music to die by, <laughs> weird. <laughs> but the first four songs: Diggy Diggy Hole, Click Click Boom, Working in the Coal Mine, and Surprise You're Dead. I feel like they, whether or not it's good music that I want to listen to, they they put together a pretty fitting list. It looks like, fun fact. That's pretty nice. So since this game is so kind of long in a grind, absolutely not a game for achievement hunters. I I think my final playtime, I think I put like twenty one hours in it, and I'm at, I think like two seventy five. I forgot to look them up. Oh. I mean, it's, one it's, job, Liz. It's not overly exciting for any of us. I, I can guarantee I, you I'm in last place. <laughs> but there's a lot of achievements that only have like 0.03% completion. And it's, it's because it's just this game takes a lot of hours to just really kind of get to. So don't recommend it for achievement hunters. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but getting into our final thoughts. For me, Deep Rock Galactic... It is a lot of fun to play with your friends. It's something quick that you guys can kind of jump in, play together, maybe get a little frustrated with, but it is nice, you know, playing with your friends, leveling up these dwarves, getting some new cosmetics that you guys find, and just kind of having a good time in the caves. The game really impressed me with its graphics, its art style, its environments, its music. Just for me, it's unfortunately, I think the biggest weak point is just a bit of the gameplay. It just... I didn't know what I was aiming for. I didn't know what I was collecting. A lot of the mechanics were just not clear. It just, it was a trial by fire. Like you figure it out after playing it enough. But even then after putting in 20 hours, there's still a lot of things. I'm like, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So for me, I think I'm going to give the game a solid 80. I had fun with it. I didn't hate my time with it, but I don't think I'd play by myself just to get, keep leveling up. I didn't see a good end game reward. I like I like scores that we add a good adjective on front on the front of the score. Just always makes it feel special. It's a wavy eighty. <laughs> How about that, Keith? A wavy eighty. That's I don't even know what that means, but I like it. Or 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 it's a rock solid eighty. Oh, there you go. You got to it. Nailed it. <laughs> well. So I I struggled to play this game because I just I was I was mostly trying to play by myself and I wasn't finding a lot of fun with it because I agree it's it, it, the biggest drawback to this game is that it just doesn't tell you how to play it now I could have gone online and I could have figured things out but it I just didn't feel like there was I don't like I didn't even know what I didn't know 
was was my biggest issue with it and that was what really took me away from it i do agree the the art or you know the overall graphics of the game are really cool it does such a good job for being just so compact but so big at the same time music was really good sound was good all those things were good but i just really struggled on the gameplay which is what the game is yeah so i don't know unless you just I guess maybe you don't play with a mic already, or I don't know, just you don't care about just jumping into random games and following along and hoping you can figure out what other people are doing. This game is best played with friends. If you can play it with friends, definitely do it. But outside of that, I don't know. I struggle to give this game anything above a 77, which is disappointing to me. Like, I, I don't want to call this potential disappointment of the year because it's a game I think I actually still like, but... It's just, it wasn't everything I was hoping it was going to be, I guess. I was actually going to give it a 77, too. Well, you're allowed 70... to. We can do the same score. 75. <laughs> well, because Andrew always accuses me of copying. But 75 well, you seems admit you too low copy. and 80 seems too high. What? You kind of admit that you copy. That's why you always want us to go first. No, because I, I want to gauge what you guys... So you can change your answer. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, 77. I like the game. I understand why people love it. But for me, I just had trouble getting into it. I think I did most of it solo. And I think that's like the big reason why I struggled really getting into it. I had way more fun playing with Andrew. But looking at Metacritic, there weren't any fun ones this week. I'm sorry, guys. But 83 and 8.1. The only zero that I saw was from stuff that, um, was before the updates. So no fourth co-host? No, not this week. I'm surprised. I thought for sure this would be one of the games he would tear apart. Oh, yeah. He just hasn't gotten to it yet. <laughs> it's been on Game Pass for like a month now. What's he doing? He's too busy writing other reviews. <laughs> yeah, he's got 1,800 other reviews he's working on right now. Uh, oh, I guess that's it. Oh, is that it? I guess. But getting into our final thoughts. <laughs> we did get into our final thoughts, I thought. Oh, wait, yeah. What's your transition? I don't know. I should have. I was trying to make fun of you when I said I should have said getting into our deep dive here at the end. Oh. I, I could have done so many more puns oh, this so episode, but I knew Keith too. would get so upset. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. So overall, we really liked it, it seems like. Just uh, make sure you have a couple buddies to go with. Yeah. If you have any game suggestions, we'd love to hear it. Uh, thank you so much again, Gimli, for recommending this. Uh, if you want to give us a game recommendation, we are at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag, where we also have a PayPal set up. If you feel so inclined to support us, we'd greatly appreciate it. We are also on Twitter at GBGBPod. And that's about it for that. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. And I'm also on Twitch with the same name. And I have been Keith, as always. And I have dug myself into some holes this week, so I'm going to call it there. More like fell into some holes this week. Oh, yeah, I guess. I was actually just trying to go for a pun. I didn't do anything wrong. I don't no, know. I know what it you're was, doing. It, was, it wasn't a very good one. I, I give you a half clap for that. Yay. It was like a one-handed <laughs> clap. That's a good point. Yeah, one-handed. You don't get the, you don't get two hands. Just one. <laughs> Anyways. I'm Liz the Noob. Gamertag coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter... At Liz and Noob, Noob is E-W. Great pie. All right, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us. Love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Yeah, bye.